everyone, welcome to this episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host, Matt, and I'm here along with Vivek, G, and Dylan for this episode of the show. The 2022-23 NBA regular season is finally over, which means it's finally time for the playoffs to begin. We make our predictions on how the entire first round will go, as well as all the play-in games. Plus, we'll give our finals predictions and our votes for the regular season MVP. Today is April 9th, 2022, and this is episode 101 of the show. Man, I just read it. It's April 9th, 2023. My bad. But happy Easter, everyone. We're back. Episode 101. It's NBA time, baby. Time to lock in for the playoffs. Exactly. And it's been pretty wild. It came all the way down to the 82nd game of the season to determine basically all the playoff scenarios that's why we're recording it just an hour after all the results just came in and we're finally ready to kind of just see how this whole kind of landscape kind of just goes for the rest of the uh, next few months right it was a good regular season too this year i felt like there was a lot of a parody as people always want to ask about there isn't really like a Favorite, even though the Nuggets are favorite, no one really thinks of them as favorites in the West. The West has been mm-hmm. like kind of interesting. Like you said, to the last day, we didn't know what the playoff spots are going to be. And this looked like the Clippers almost lost to the Suns today. But I think the Suns made it known who they wanted to play. So, <laughs> I Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, not having to face the Suns in the first round. But don't worry. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come. All right. Well, let's just get this started right away here. Because we got a lot of games to go through. Not only are we going to predict the entire first round of the playoffs and then later the NBA Finals, but we have to do the play-in games first. So that's at least, I think, like six games or five. Yeah, six games. Yeah, in and of itself. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Let's get into it here. Let's go with the first play-in game here. The seventh seed Heat versus the eighth seed Hawks. Honestly, like... When it comes to some playing games, they're very interesting. We could have had a LA versus LA matchup with the Lakers and Clippers. That didn't happen. But I mean, the Heat and the Hawks, this was an Eastern Conference semifinals matchup last year, and now they're both in the play in. And I could not, personally, candidly, I could not really care less who wins this game. Truly, it's like the most mid off game ever. <laughs> it's pretty boring, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I weird mean, to see where the Heat are now. From you know, obviously they were finals twenty twenty in the bubble year, and now you see a lot of those players that they played with, they still have the core, but it's just not as successful. The Kyle Lowry signing was just a miss, I would say. No other way to really explain it, but yeah. miss. Uh, he's kind of kind of asked for them all year, and since he Bamir got to Miami, uh, I don't know. I think they just underperformed. It's time to maybe stop getting undrafted free agents and maybe just sign someone or trade for a better player. And I say, I think they need a real big score, but they'll get past uh, Atlanta. In my opinion, they have a good defense still as they always do. And they, they'll make it hard for Trey young. And, and there's not really much behind Trey young there. They also had that dumb contract with Duncan Robinson in terms of the heat. When does that shit ever end? I feel like it's just been going on forever now. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know how I'd long is this like contract. Four years. I wanted to say it's like four years, but 
Yeah, I got the Heat too. I think their defense is just better than the Hawks, and I think the Hawks are just, you know, they're kind of not a very good team. And I think the Heat have the uh, Hawks number. It's five years, ninety million. Uh, that was the contract. I don't know where they're adding that, but I assume it's a long way to go. That sounds yeah. like a horrible like contract. Four years left. Three, four years left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a shit contract. But, yeah, Hawks still aren't that good as a team. I feel like they the whole coach firing, you know, what is it, two years ago when they made that deep run to the conference finals after they fired their coach. I don't remember who their coach was at the time, but they fired him and then they hired Nate McMillan. And that was a great decision. They, I, I, hoped, I think they were trying to get the same type of effects this year. Where they're like, oh, we'll fire our coach. We're bringing Quinn Snyder, I think, is their coach now. And I don't, don't think it's been a success. They're still just super, super, super mid. I think it's just a light, well, lightning in the bottle type of season for the Hawks back in 2020. And now they're not really progressing. Like, they had a really good core, I think. Or they had McMillan's a really young core. There, right? Nate McMillan's not even there anymore. It's Quinn Snyder. It's you know it's not too bad that the Hawks are just the eighth seed right considering their season so uh, it's still a disappointment because they got Deontay Murray but you know uh, could be a lot worse could be a lot better but I think they're just gonna have to play a second playing game. Yeah, well, I mean now we're talking about it. The second playing game, their opponent would either be Toronto or the other team is who is it? Remind me again. Uh, the Bulls. The Bulls. <laughs> the Bulls, yes. Oh, sorry. They're so irrelevant. I just forgot <laughs> about them. But yeah, I mean, How could you this is just that? like one of those one of those games that I'm playing where you just probably might tune in or what's the word? Like you might just, you know, watch a score and just let it be. Whatever happens, happens in the playing. Not or leave it in the background. It. Yeah, like if you're just like, you know, have nothing else to do productive in your life. It's you even more watch relevant, that. honestly. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, guys? I have the Bulls because, honestly, they have one player that you do not want to face in the play-in game, and that's Patrick Beverly. He is the oh, man. Michael Jordan of play-in games. Undefeated. Man, that is very true. That is very true. Now you got me reconsidering. I forgot about Patrick Beverly. Told you, man. I'm sticking mm-hmm. with the Raptors. I think yeah, Nick Nurse I the, is a I great coach. Well. And you st- they still have... Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet, even though he's he's been having a a terrible year, I think, in general. But I think just I think those can bring the Raptors over the finish line. Right, and then I don't know. You don't really know what Bulls team you're gonna get because on paper, you know, Patrick Beverly, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, Nikola Vucevic, that should should beat the Raptors, but. At the end of the day, like, you know, there's a sound defense with guys that know their roles, and I think that's kind of, like, the big problem in Chicago. They don't know what their roles are. They're just kind of a bunch of guys just playing basketball together, shit coaching. So <laughs> I got the Raptors. That's just like they are been in this position more recently. They are kind of in the playoffs, you know, have a little bit more experience with their core as well, but a very yeah. big mid-off. Yeah, I, I don't really – Again, I don't really care that too much about this, but I we have to talk about it. Um, so the Heat are going to advance in all of our predictions. They're the seventh seed. And then the loser of the 
7th and 8th seed will face the winner of the 9th and 10th seed. So for me, it's Hawks versus Bulls. Again, I'm not betting against Patrick Beverly in a play-in game, so I'm going with the Bulls over the Hawks. Uh, they'll be the first 10th seed to ever advance uh, to the playoffs as an 8th seed because, again, Patrick Beverly is the GOAT. G, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have uh, the Raptors and the Hawks, right? Yeah, so I have the Raptors, Hawks. Just like you, I have the Hawks losing, but this time to the Raptors. Uh, you know, honestly, no real reason. Just kind of like the Raptors a little bit more. Pascal Siakam is really good. I feel like he could, you know, win a couple of these type of games. But no real reasoning, just favoritism. Yeah, and Dylan, you have the Hawks and Bulls, which I don't think makes sense. So it's Hawks, Rat, like Raptors, yeah, Hawks, Hawks, Raptors. Hawks, right? Hawks, Raptors. Uh, yeah, because then... the Bulls are eliminated if they lose, right? Oh, sorry. Then I'll pick Raptors. Raptors over the Hawks. Because Hawks are, I would say, more mid than the Raptors. <laughs> I mean, it's like what uh, you guys talked about earlier, like getting a new coach midway through the season, uh, Trey Young kind of being a head case this se- as well. So I think just the whole vibe in Atlanta is not going to do them well in the playoffs, and I think they're going to get knocked out by the Raptors. It's hard to say, honestly. I mean, he does – I feel like we're – maybe that performance two years ago was – over kind of uh, shadowing my mind, but I mean Trey Young usually performs in the playoffs, right? But you know, I, I just can't see it this time against the Heat, which we've seen had Trey Young's number, and now, I mean the Hawks and Bulls one, God, I mean Patrick Beverly, uh, agenda aside, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like he could get it done, especially if it's at home. That's the thing, like th- that's a tough one to call, honestly. Like I don't know. But sometimes it's about who's hot right now, right? So I think if, like, the Hawks are losing one and the Bulls win one, right, or in your case, like, the Raptors, right, like, maybe momentum's going to favor the other, right? Because I think the Hawks had the win two to, like, advance last time. I remember they also were the play-in team last time, right? And then they had to beat whoever was 9-10, and then they had to beat the Cavs um, in Cleveland. So... Sometimes it's just all about momentum. Big men off, though, in the East, still East. <laughs> Better than the Hornets being the plan, though. That's true. I think that was the opponent last time. I think the Hawks had to face the Hornets last time. And they blew them up by like 40 points or 50 points. Exactly. LaMelo is just selling that <laughs> game. Yeah. He's not ready for the play play in lights. You know who is ready for the playing lights? The goat himself, the goat. We're calling him the goat. No, I'm just messing around. There's the Lakers and the Timberwolves. I wish Pat Bev was still in the Lakers or the Timberwolves. This would have been so exciting. <laughs> but I think uh, pretty unanimous, right? Like, there's no way LeBron loses playing. No way, he'll after he'll Derek. I know soul. we. I know we're recording this right after it happened, but. Uh, you know, remember the Timberwolves game today? If you guys remember that bad Rudy Gobert punched his teammate Kyle Anderson, that's just the type of team they are right now going into the playoffs. Rudy so, Gobert, the number one most wanted in Sports Council. 
most hated. You just get I like like hate on him, bro. <laughs> like look what he just does, bro. He's a clown. Worst trade ever. Fine, like, he's ever. the one that started COVID back in twenty twenty. <laughs> yes, I, that's how I remember it. Clearly, remember how many how many draft picks? Five, five. right? Five, five draft five picks. First picks. Round Walker pick. Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt. Malik Beasley, I want to say. I don't, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awful trade. This probably be another awful game. Lakers. Yeah, I'm picking the Lakers, dude. T Wolves, I don't know what's going on in their, in their organization, but you need to, like, figure it out. Otherwise, Cat's going to leave. No, who cares? So fuck that. They should be worried <laughs> about Ant leaving. Ant? Oh, that's true. Like that's the, true. I feel I like Ant, Ant is literally the only guy on that team that is good like he's actually like he's giving his heart and soul out right now and he, that's how they won today um gobert ass cat ass uh who else is there mike conley old like you know i just don't see um like timberwolves making it that far just carrying it off of ants back right ants carrying the entire team at this point gobert is probably not coming back for the next playing game lakers are going to stomp them anyway because they're pretty hot as it is with AD, LeBron, uh, D'Angelo Russell, right? Like, I hate to say it, but I think they look, you know, scary heading into this playoff. So, you know. And we didn't even talk about Jaden McDaniels, who punched a wall heading into the tunnel and fractured his hand because that's like, just Yeah, this the team is just vibe. stupid, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to, like, think, like, need to get some therapy. I've, I've felt for a while now that they've been ridiculously immature. Like, that's what I felt in the Grizzlies game, playoff series last time, that they're just immature and they blow leads. They're not really ready for the moment. And then what did they do? They signed the most immature player uh, star, right, in Rudy Gobert. So, you know, that just added to the powder keg. I feel like this team just needs, like, a more disciplined head coach at this point. Because I think that's what they were trying to do by bringing in Mike Conley. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll help, but I think they just need a new coach at this point. Yeah, how are you immature? How are you immature at 30 years old, man? You, like, really needs to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have one respectable player, Nas Reed. The Nas Warriors Reed kill is it. out, I think, as well. Pretty sure he's hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's hurt? He's hurt. He's hurt. Pretty sure he's out. Is he out for the season? He might yeah, at least two season. months, so not yeah. two days. So they're going to be out. Oh, shit. Oh shoot, dude! Every time I watch the Teals versus the Warriors, like Nasri comes after us. Oh yeah, he hates us. I don't know why. It is what it is, though. It's just Nasri. Well, but I think so. We're all in agreement. Lakers win. Lakers yeah. win. Okay, that's spicy. I think this needs. game might be the best game of the four playing games. I don't know what you guys think, but Pelicans Thunder nine versus ten in New Orleans. First time the Thunder have been in the playoffs with this core. We're playing. I'm really in it to just watch Shy uh, play. Like I like the Pelicans. I had them pretty high in my power rankings at the beginning of the season, but SGA is without Zion. Else. Without yeah. Zion, it's not really like fair. I, um, I, what do you guys think? Like, is this kind of a crazy take if I said that uh, Shy was the best player on the court in this game? He is. I think he is. I mean, I don't think it's a question. Who's second? Brandon Ingram? That's like, that's what I think. It's right. not McCollum. <laughs> it could be. McCollum's the one that has the most experience on the court. 
Yeah, but he's. I'm looking forward good. to uh, watching Josh Giddy though. Giddy's yeah. Giddy's this, pretty nice. This whole team is very already ahead of uh, the timeline. Uh, Giddy is a second year player, which is crazy, and you know Shy is already a star, so like, I I think. I would want to pick the Thunder, but I think the Pelicans know this environment better than the Thunder right now. That's why I picked the Pelicans, because they're experienced with the play-on game. They were in this exact same position last year, and they also won a few playoff games last year. So I think that um, they're ready for this moment. I think the Thunder are just a little too inexperienced, and I think it will show in a one-game elimination game. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think it'll still be a good game. Like I said, do you guys think this is the best game of the four or Lakers Timberwolves? I think this good. game I think yeah. this game is probably the best one out of the four. I mean OKC again what you guys mentioned how they have a really great young core and the Pelicans. Everyone loved the Pelicans last year and their little their little run in the playoffs. But I think this year without Zion I think it's different. It's a little bit oh, different. Zion yeah, Zion wasn't there last year. I know, but Jose is not out there either, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I need well, injury. Street close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, uh, I think we all, have, for the most part, have the next round. Oh, actually, no, we all have the Timberwolves losing, correct? Wait, in the next play the, uh, game. Did you pick the Thunder or the uh, Pelicans? I picked the the Thunder. Me and okay. Dylan both did. All right. Yep. All That's right. A, but we all have one thing in agreement in this next winner of the nine ten versus the loser of the seven eight game. That's the Timberwolves losing. Uh, yeah, we don't like know. the Timberwolves here. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert haters, number one hater. I know we followed it from the Jazz to the Timberwolves. Like we just it's don't such like a poorly constructed team, team and everything. Yeah, I saw I saw a question today where it's like, which was the worst trade, Russell Wilson or the Rudy Gobert trade? And I was Rudy like, Rudy Gobert. Go Rudy Gobert. Everyone knew it. There's still a way to win forward. with Russell Wilson. Yeah. There's no winning with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gobert. I think we all talked about this. He becomes a liability in the playoffs. Super yeah. a super reliability or super He's liability. Be a liability against shy i feel like and if you matt has the Pelicans, cj mccollum or bi you can literally anybody that has a lick of offensive ability can ask for a screen get a switch and then you know get my bucket yeah but that's even discounting the fact that he'll be there which i don't think he'll be there like i think he's out for the rest of the uh play in at least like you know you can't just you punch your so? teammate yeah you can't punch your teammate and get a win. Unless you there. have a Unless chance to win. Yeah. Only if they had Nas Reed out there, man. I know he's hurt, <laughs> but if they had Nas Reed starting, I swear to you guys, they would have had a chance to win, bro, against the Lakers. Nas Reed is legitimately, Gobert. like, he's not a terrible Really player. good. He's like, no, he, I, I think, think he's really role. good. He's a good he's role a really player. Good player. He so, kills the Warriors every time. Yeah, I think he's just, slant, like, we're slanted because he kills the Warriors a lot. But I like, that's, like, if we. You know, average out his stats. Like I think he's a good shooter, no matter what, right? He can really, yeah. Good. He can shoot. He's not a liability on defense. Like he can paint, protect, still. He gets rebounds. Rebound. He hustles. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like, like, why the fuck would you need Rudy Gobert if you had this sitting there the whole time? Well, I don't know how good of a defender he is. That's the thing. Only because but... Nasri is undersized. That's they don't they don't really play him. But whenever he gets minutes, he's always been really productive. 
Yeah. They have cat, bro. They have a cat that just fucking is a pussy. Jeez. That's a problem. <laughs> I think that's a real problem. Like they already had a, such a beta, beta star. You know, like the the franchise face of the franchise is such a like hard person to build around. Like, what do you even do? Like, you know? Yeah, I don't really just like, go out there and just like, jack up threes as a seven yeah. foot center. Not a fan of Cat, honestly. Like, I think he's the worst star in the NBA, probably. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Call it that. But I think we all agree that the Timberwolves are going to lose to whoever is going to be that loser of the uh, or winner of the nine ten seed, whether it's the Thunder or the Pelicans, because we just don't like. Again, it's about momentum, right? You lose two games versus you win two games, right? And you lose three players right before the play-in tournament, I don't think it's going to be dumb well. reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah, those are all like, well, Nas Reed was a legitimate injury, but everyone else, like, come on, man. What are you guys doing at this point? Like, I, I think you guys got to go to Cancun, rest mentally, and hopefully grow a pair. And then build the team around Anthony Edwards, or Anthony yeah. Edwards should leave. <laughs> it's Anthony Edwards. Like, Cat, it doesn't matter. Conley is fine, but you know he's not gonna do much more than just be you know that veteran guy. Like we'll we'll talk about the rebuild once they are actually are eliminated. But yeah, yeah, I, soon enough. It won't take that yeah. long for them to be eliminated. Yeah, yeah like exactly. you said, soon enough. I'll give it like let's say a week or two. <laughs> they already, they already started the rebuild by giving away five picks. That's for, true. Yeah, no, it's ironic. Uh, like, I don't know if y'all talked about I this, forgot. but Walker Kessler could have done literally what Gobert has done. It's yeah. true. Very true. Aesthetic, though. All right, enough here. Very mid-playing, though, <laughs> all in all, right? You guys agree? You have to yeah, just... Best, honestly. The play-in is good for one thing only. Gambling. What What do you guys think is worse? Uh, the play-in or the seventh seed they added to the NFL playoffs? Oh, that's the oh there's a seventh seed now? I didn't even know that. Well, okay. <laughs> I hated both, honestly. I think the play-in is yeah, more entertaining if it's a one game elimination like that Warriors Lakers play in that was great but uh, that's the one good game in the play in that's had in 4 years almost now I'll go I'll go with the NFL 7 seed because it's so unnecessary <laughs> because like like I don't think a 7 seed has ever won right at least yeah. the Pelicans last year they were the 9-10 they won and they uh they got to the playoffs so did the Hawks last year right so it's like at least you have a chance right there's never been a chance for the seventh seed. That's true. That's very true. Also, the good thing about this play-in series, if anyone suffers from insomnia, they can just watch any of these games and they'll fall asleep within the first five minutes. I guarantee it. Oh, Sleep deprivation won't be a problem for you anymore. Facts. Bulls Raptors like is, is literally the most boring game I could think of. <laughs> Everything else is like, there's at least stars. The Rosen is not really like Pascal Siakam. The spinning babe, the human Beyblade is not. Like, I don't really care. Like <laughs> human Beyblade. <laughs> I didn't. That's rip. his nickname. <laughs> All right, let's let's that's, talk that's about the same real playoffs. Play style. Yeah, let's let's talk about the real playoffs here now. First round, um, plenty to look forward to, I guess. I think there is a little bit of a disadvantage sometimes when you're the first or second seed. Yeah, you got to play a uh, team that's not had that much rest, but you also don't get the game plan that much for them, right? And we saw the Suns last year, they didn't really prepare for the Pelicans to start with, so I think they got a little bit surprised at the beginning. Um, 
But, you know, let's talk about the first seed here. The Denver Nuggets, they would face either the Pelicans for me or the Thunder for you three, right? So. I'm bring out the brooms. Oof, really? I'll bring out the brooms. I got the Thunder, and the Thunder have absolutely no answer for Jokic. Jokic would average a 35-point triple-double if you wanted to against the Thunder. I don't think they'll need to do that. But you could, because who's stopping him? Jalen Williams or the other Jalen Williams? Like, come on. <laughs> we're, we're good We're good off that, bro. We're not going to disrespect the Nuggets that much. You know, like, we all think they're not, like, the best team in the West, even though they're one seed. But they're going to smoke whoever they play in the first round. I I put Nuggets in five. Uh, just because, like, I feel like one game, Yoke, I didn't feel like Yoke's just going to have one game. And he, he doesn't play great defense. He's probably gonna act like a cone. <laughs> so, but I don't I know if they really have a guy that could take advantage of it. You know, like obviously shy, shy but like, yeah. but like, I don't know. Shy's just he gonna drive. Like... You know how many thoughts he's gonna draw on Jokic? Like, I think that's that would be their plan, right? Just have Shy just drive in every time, and you know, either get the layup or just cook uh, or just get fouled by Jokic, right? Yeah, that's what that, I would. That think. would probably be the strategy. Yeah. Just wear I mean, down. The world uh, where Shea goes off for a game and they just get a game off of it and have it be a gentleman's sweep. But yeah, not really much analysis here. The Nuggets just clear. Yeah. I mean, if I was talking about the Thunder, I'd have the Pelicans, obviously, but the Thunder don't have a single center. Uh, Chet Holmgren is not there. And, you know, I don't think he would hold up either against yeah. Jokic. I even like so, Jokic dude, he, I don't even know if that would be. Medically safe for him to come back <laughs> against Jokic. Did you see? There's this picture. It's like Chet Holmgren in summer versus Chet Holmgren now. He's added a couple muscles, and I was like, I could not tell the difference at all. Like there's literally like <laughs> that's no insane. Like I'm like, I was like eat, is this a joke? <laughs> you need to eat more whey protein, more protein shakes in the morning. Just eat anything, wow. man. Eat anything. But go go on a dirty diet. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. I have the Nuggets in five over the Pelicans. Again, not much analysis here. I just think that they're good enough that they can beat any team in front of them, um, especially in eighth seed. So, at least in the first round, we'll talk about next matchup. The next matchup is popcorn worthy. This is where the cameras come out. Oh man, Grizzlies Lakers. We all have the same matchup, but there's one of us that doesn't have the same result. Why don't you go first, Matt? I don't know why you guys are hating on the uh, Grizzlies so much, man. You guys hated on the Grizzlies uh, last time we did an NBA episode. And you guys all think that the Grizzlies are going to lose. I got the Grizzlies in six, man. Like It's crazy. Dang, it tends, that's bold. That's crazy. It tends to happen that the higher seed wins despite what we think, right? This is the exact same scenario that we played out last time versus the uh, the Nets versus the Celtics, right? Like, yeah, maybe they're, like, a little bit inconsistent. But I think that they can beat seven-seed Lakers. And I'm not saying that they're going to go down easily. I think the Grizzlies are going to win in six because I think that, you know, LeBron and AD and uh, D'Angelo, I think they can get at least two games, right? And the Grizzlies don't, aren't very good at uh, on the road. So I think they could get two games off of them. But I, I mean, don't know. I'm kind of, kind of, I kind of, you know, say the opposite. I see the mm-hmm. Lakers in six. Uh, I see them splitting in Memphis, come home to win both in L.A. You're up 3-1. They'll win another one in Memphis in five, and then you go home at Lakers in game six. They're going to end them. 
it's just LeBron we're talking about. We're not talking about, you know, Jokic or someone like that. It's LeBron James. Like, he's still, you know, LeBron. We're not going to disrespect him. And if we got Anthony Davis playing half decently, they're going to beat the Grizzlies. You don't need to, I don't think their team is all that impressive this year. I mean, from last year, I feel like they were a little bit worse because they don't have Brandon Clark. And then they don't have uh, Stephen Adams' Adam, playoff yeah. run. Stephen Adams is going to be important because you have someone you got to put a body on uh, AD, AD. When, when Jaron Jackson slaps him around all game, <laughs> found, getting in foul trouble in five minutes. So what do you do at that point, right? Like you going to put in some all those names, Santie Alma or something like that. Santie Aldama, yeah, Aldama. yeah that Aldama, guy is there. Take a defense. Right, it's like who who are you really matching up with other than Jaron Jackson on AD? And we know like we every time we watch the Grizzlies play, Jaron Jackson just slapping fouling someone. So <laughs> it's gonna be you know I think it's gonna be get pretty ugly pretty quickly for the Grizzlies. And then you know they'd also haven't played together that much since the you know whole John Morant situation. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of the depth of the Grizzlies as opposed to the Lakers. I think post-deadline, they really retooled the roster, and it looks very formidable for a playoff, you know, series. So, I'd honestly go with the Lakers. Like, on a, even the scouting LeBum, you know, you got A. Disney, you got D'Lo, you got Vando, you know, you got Beasley. You got some pretty solid players on that bench, you know? And they're definitely one of the best constructed teams in the NBA right now, and they could really make some serious damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't agree. That trade that they made, trading away Russ, was fleece. I don't they know such how a great they package were able to pull it out. Yeah, that was crazy. Such a great package. It filled out their roster just exactly what they needed almost. It obviously, I'm not the biggest on Malik Beasley, but other than that, like Jared Vanderbilt was perfect for them. D'Angelo Russell was perfect for what they needed. And same thing with, uh, what's his name? Uh, I forgot his Rui name. Achimura. They got Bamba. Rui, Rui. They got Rui, yeah. Rui is a great pickup as well. So they, they feel like they filled out their roster perfectly. And also at the Lakers home games, they have Shannon Sharp. He's going to talk I so know, much shit. I know, that's the exact the reason why I wanted... Uh, it's going to be... I think it's fun because they obviously don't like... Each, I think everyone hates the Grizzlies, but like they don't like each other. Um, and I think that the Grizzlies... like. Versus the Lakers. I mean, it's LeBron. He's the most experienced player in the playoffs. Grizzlies are still a little bit, you know, inexperienced. And I think the Lakers have won a few games off the Grizzlies, right? So I think it it could be good. I think they beat them both times in this uh, crypto arena, right? So. You mean Crip Arena? <laughs> Crip Arena. Crip Arena. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think it, it can be really interesting. It can get really interesting. I'm not necessarily rooting for the Grizzlies, but I think that, you know, it it could I think that they're just the better team right now. And I don't know if I trust the integration. Like it, it sometimes it takes a while for them to gel, right, for the Lakers. I don't know if they're as ready right now as the Grizzlies have doesn't, been all season. Doesn't the Lakers have the best record after post trade deadline? Do you know? Yeah, I think but I I mean I think you could stretch that in a different like a number of different ways because the Suns were undefeated with Kevin Durant in the lineup, but they just haven't played with Kevin Durant. Right? It's like You can say that shit. Yeah. I love that. Love that shit. <laughs> well, let's talk about the next one matchup here. Let's go with the Bucks and the eighth seed. 
who I don't even remember who I picked, honestly. Who did I even pick? I think you played the Bulls. Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how much I care about this game. Uh, Bucks. Bucks sweep. Yeah. I mean, we saw Do that. We need to discuss about this. We need to discuss about this. Nah, not really. Bucks sweep for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Bucks is Giannis is just gonna run over people. <laughs> I had the like, Raptors. Raptors. is gonna be like the equivalent of taking Ambien. Like, what's there to even watch? You don't think that the Raptors Nothing. have a plan? Didn't they stop Giannis before? Back in 2019. A plan? Plan to get fucking dick down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to do that box and one defense with Giannis. Too bad they don't have. Yeah, uh, I don't know how that's gonna Kawhi work for them this time. I mean, Giannis is just yeah. better than like everyone else right now, and Raptors aren't. Good. They could. They didn't have to play their whole bench while the starters are out there. So ten on five, and <laughs> out there, I'd be like, damn, they those they can beat the Bucks. I heard Chris Middleton isn't uh, healthy right now, but he can return. Right? Is that what I'm hearing? Like, something like that. It's like he's a uh, his ankle, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I think the only ankle. thing that, like, we'll talk about it later. But I think the only thing that can stop the Bucks is probably Chris Middleton's health again. He wasn't healthy last time, and uh, they lost in seven to the Celtics, who eventually went to the NBA Finals. So if he's healthy, I mean, I think it's lights out for the East. But yeah. Yeah, I think there's not really much to talk about here. Yeah. And right, Bucks series is kind of a wash. <laughs> yeah. All right. Celtics versus the seventh seed, which we all agree is going to be the Heat. It should be interesting. A rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals, but I don't think any of us are really giving the Heat uh, much here. I have the Celtics in three. I have the Celtics in six. I don't know how you got three, but impressive. I think that they're just going to forfeit. They're going to the forfeit. Yeah. <laughs> if Jimmy Butler goes down, then they will absolutely forfeit. Yeah, Jimmy uh, Butler's not gonna go down. He will literally play. He played all of the NBA Finals back in like 2020. He's not going away. I put Celtics four, right? <laughs> four, four or five. Actually, Celtics and five, just because. Jim, it all depends on Jimmy. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero catches fire. I think Jimmy can win you too. That's Mike. I really like Jimmy Butler, so I really believe that. So I think they'll probably get smoked the first two games, um, and then win one in Miami, and then probably lose in Boston. Somehow win back into Miami again or something like that. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't think there's a much of a chance. My Jimmy Butler fandom is uh showing, but I think they have a little bit of a chance. But they won't really go anywhere. Should, Team is poorly constructed. Shouldn't it just be Celtics versus Jimmy? I think that's better. Pretty much. Celtics yeah. versus Jimmy and all the undrafted free agents. Yeah. And then Which the one only way I could see the Heat pulling an upset if, is if there's a huge, like, all-time regression by Tatum and Brown. But I don't really buy that. That's being not possible. The case. I think really there is a in the finals, historically speaking. So I mean, I mean if, given that. I think it's just yeah. pretty much a clean sweep. I'll give maybe the Heat a game. You know, not really much to discuss here as well. Jaylen just Brown, quickly, uh, I do feel like though, there's right? a... Jalen Brown cut his hand, right? So isn't that an issue? Yeah, I haven't heard about it. I thought he was playing still. 
No, he cut his hand because he tried to, he broke a vase and he tried to pick it up <laughs> and he cut his hand. Really? This is you know, like, real shit? The most ridiculous thing. Yeah, it's not an April Fool's thing. He picked over, picked up the glass vase, he knocked over. I'm looking at it right now. He has five stitches in his hand. Jesus, when the fuck did this happen? I think it happened yesterday. Wow, this is impressive. Some all-time uh, tomfoolery at the beginning of the playoffs. Oh well, yeah, there's your there's your hole in the Celtics lineup now. I'm just kidding. I think the only thing with the Celtics is that I don't really believe in their coaching. Their coaching was a big thing from last year. I don't know what you guys believe, but I feel like at least Aduka or du- whatever the Amy Adoke, it was much better than whoever they have right now. And I feel like that's when the playoffs is where you need your coaching. The most important to be making adjustments, to having a game plan, all that type of stuff. I feel like they've been just kind of riding the wave from last year. And they're just like, okay, it was working last year. We're just going to keep doing the same stuff. But, like, I feel like in the playoffs is where you're really going to have to just show your ability as a cohesive unit. And they don't know if, uh, you know, their coaching is really, you know, trickling down the same way. Yeah, legit. Like, you're gonna, you can get outcoached and lose a game, you know, so – I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, it's but... true that Joe Mazzola isn't as proven. But also, Udoka wasn't necessarily proven going into last year, too. And he put together, as we all know, a pretty solid playoff run. And, yeah. I mean, this season, Mazzola has been quite impressive. You know, I didn't really expect him to come out guns blazing that hot. But they're just doing what they did last year. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they just, like, they figured it out last year, right? And they're like, okay, we don't have our same coach, but, like, we know what we were doing last year, and we just continue to do the same shit. And they have this almost the exact same roster from, like, every single name is almost still there, you know? So it's like, I just feel like they're just like, okay, this is what we did last year. I just continue to do what we did last year. This is, this is what worked for us, so we just keep doing it, you know? Which is honestly isn't a bad mentality, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't believe that, like, they're really, like, going to be the same battle-tested team. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely see that being a problem Like as time goes on and they go deeper into playoffs, but right. I think with respect to the Heat, which has had some of the biggest regression in shooting across the board I've ever seen from a team last year to this year. Like, now the Heat have been cooked all season, man. Like, I don't really see a way they just put it all together for four games and beat the Celtics. I think that would be preposterous. Yeah, yeah no, they're definitely not going to beat the Celtics, deeper. but... Yeah, I think it's deeper in the playoffs. We're going to find out what kind of coach Missoula really is, right? I exactly think. so. Yeah, so. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, Maybe. it's it's founded, like, it's warranted that you have your doubts, but I don't think we just know whether or not he'll be better or worse than Adoka until we just see it, right? So. True, yeah. true. And we'll see probably a dumb against the next series here, who is the 76ers and the Nets. The three and the six in the Eastern Conference. Uh, obviously, the winner would play the Miami, or Miami Celtics winner. Uh, so we all have the Celtics in that. So, uh, you know, I feel like this is kind of a bit unfair for the the Nets. They're not really meant to be here. Unless Dylan has something you... to say about it. Oh, I just like the new Nets team after KD and Kyrie <laughs> and all that dirty Enough stuff. to think they're going to win. I really like Mikhail. I think Mikhail looks good. <laughs> he he balling out. Um, yeah. But this is a this is a really a lot of hopium. I mean, I'm kind of hoping for an upset. 
Um, do you I not just, like? Do you not like the Sixers, Dylan? I feel like I Sixers last every year. year. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah. year you picked the Raptors over the Sixers. It was the same thing: three seed versus six seed. You picked the Raptors to win. We all picked the Sixers last year. We all picked the Sixers now, and you're picking the Nets. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Nets. Uh, I think uh, every year I'm just like not convinced with the 76. Even though yes, Joel Embiid's playing out of his mind, like very like MVP level. But I don't know, like, is it him and James Harden enough to like take you all the way without and while carrying like a bunch of like average, below average players? Yeah, no, for sure. But do you think that's enough such that they're gonna lose to the Nets first round? Um, that's tough. Uh. You said it, bro. Just, just be a man. You already said it. Say it with your chest, Dylan. Not your okay. face. Okay. Yeah. No, I, that's true. I. All right. I think, right tell me all how. Right, I think Mikhail goes for forty every game. I feel Mikhail. I think Mikhail's Will gonna. Cam Thomas. Mikhail. I feel like well, Mikhail's Cam gonna Thomas pop off. Cam Thomas a jack of forty shots a game. Not make forty points a game. <laughs> I feel like Mikhail point. is gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna pop off. This is where he's gonna show he's like all star material, and I think Spencer. Dinwiddie, he's gonna support him in that effort. Oh my! I think the seventy six year are gonna smoke the Nets like the fucking cigar. I mean, I think the only chance the Sixers, I mean, the Nets have against the Sixers is if Nick Claxton like literally becomes like a god and just Hakeem Olajuwon. Like, yeah, he just completely stops Embiid, and then James Harden does his James Harden disappearing act in the playoffs. Like that's like the only thing I could see, like because like. You can not have complete faith in Embiid and Harden. I get it, right? They haven't really shown much in the playoffs usually, but I don't think Mikhail Bridges is like you know gonna be able to stop all of them, right? Yeah, he'll probably yeah. And even know, if they do stop like Harden, like right? Embiid yeah. and Harden, there's still a Maxi they gotta worry about. Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, Maxi's good, man. Maxi's yeah. He's like their Jordan Poole. He is like their Jordan Poole. But I'll go down with the ship. Next <laughs> six. Hey, yeah, I, I, got, just... I got 76 and five. Same. Okay, let's go with the Cavs Knicks. Uh, could be the most toxic playoff series, honestly, <laughs> because it's just because of New York, honestly. Um, I only find this one interesting because the Knicks could have had Donovan Mitchell, and now uh, Donovan Mitchell can show exactly what the Nets the Knicks have been missing out on. So I think that's going to be fun. And, you know, again, uh, the Jazz traded away Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs and the uh, Timberwolves. The Timberwolves went from the seventh seed all the way to the play-in, and the Cavs went from the play-in all the way to the fourth seed. So I wonder who's the real star of that team. But... I digress. Yeah, my thing is, I just, you know, you guys have seen the last time Knicks were in the playoffs, they, they did the same shit, and they got <laughs> smoked by Atlanta. This time, they're going to get smoked by Cleveland. I got the Cavs in five. I don't think they have an answer for Donovan Mitchell, and he's an actual playoff player, unlike Julius Randle. It's going to be more of Brunson versus Mitchell as the two best players of their team. Um, it's going to be a good matchup, but, dude, just Donovan Mitchell is. I think people forget, you know, he is a really, really good playoff performer. 
Like, he hasn't obviously won anything, but he's been to the playoffs, what, three, four times at least now, played pretty good in all his runs, even upset the Thunder his rookie year. Like, he's he's, he's never not, missed the like... playoffs, right, if I recall correctly? What happened? He's, he's never missed, missed the playoffs, playoffs right? No, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Even in his rookie season, he was he brought up. Yeah, they won a playoff shot. round. They, yeah, they won a they won a playoff series with him as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. What have you ever seen Julius Randle do, or Tom Thibodeau for that matter? Broad I seen coach. Julius Randle uh, throw a fit. <laughs> I seen him yeah. get angry at the refs way too many times uh-huh. and foul bait. I think the Knicks will give. I think um, his kid behaves fight. better than him. <laughs> the Knicks will give the Cavs a fight. I don't think it will be too much because I think the Cavs' defense is really the key factor here. They're really good on defense. Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, I think they can lock up Julius Randle. And then Jalen Brunson, yes, is probably their best player. And I don't think he's going to be able to carry them. And meanwhile, Donovan Mitchell, all he has to do then, if he doesn't have to worry about the defensive end, he's just going to score. That's just what he does. And, you know, it's just him. And then you got Darius Garland, too. Garland's and, so good. Yeah. Like, I like that backcourt of Garland and Spida more than I do, you know, Brunson and Grimes. And I guess he can throw in quickly, too. He's going to win six men of the year, it looks like. But still, you know, I like the depth of the Cavs more. And I think Okoro is a good player, too, to throw on the Cavs against some mixed players and whatnot. So... I think just from a pure roster perspective, you're just better constructed. Factual. 100% agree with that statement. Just way better constructed. Mobley's going to clamp Julius Randle. Yep. So, we all have Cavs in five or six. Easy. We're, we're pretty much in sync so far with this first round. I don't think, like, the only one we've had is me with the Grizzlies and then Dylan with the uh, Nets. But. You know, we're pretty much in sync here. So, let's move on to the Kings-Warriors series. Could be interesting. NorCal rivalry here. Kings make their first playoff uh, appearance in like 17 years versus the defending champions in the Warriors, who are surprisingly the sixth seed. But we all have the Warriors winning the series. Of course, man. Come on. Yeah. Can't get out. serious, are we? We My bold take here regarding this series, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really mind if the Kings won because that's how much we love the story <laughs> about what the Kings have done this season. You want to see yeah. them light the beam. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to get a second I mean, beam if they win. <laughs> if the Warriors had to lose to anyone, I would want it to be the Sacramento Kings. I really Aww. like what they've done this season. I really it's like so Mitchell. cute of you to save Fox, you just want to duck no. the Suns, huh? So you want it's okay, Sack Winch. We're not well, even on your man. side of the bracket, man. Who cares? Yeah, you know who's gonna see you guys and smoke you guys, bro. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll we'll focus on your. Don't we talk about Christopher bit. right now. We'll yeah. save that for later. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm. All right, I agree, Wardell will I agree win, with the though. sentiment, though. I agree with the sentiment. Like the Kings are gonna, like if we're gonna get shit on probably if we lose the first round, but. You know, it's okay if it's the Kings. It is what it if it is. was the Grizzlies or the Suns, like I would be in I would be mad. But, you know, first of all, like we just won a fourth title. Like can you really just be like I don't really, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to lose. Honestly, like yeah, they've never I don't know. Lost way, bro. Yet, no way. But... Mike Brown learned his whole system from you guys. You guys know how to win against your own system. 
I just think that again, yeah. it's like it's the history. Like the Warriors have never lost a playoff series with all three of the big three healthy in Clay, Steph, and Dre. Right? If you add in Andrew Wiggins, integrate him. As long as he doesn't look rusty as hell, right? I think you got a solid five-man rotation who has the best. If you put all five of them on the court this season, they've had the best offensive rating and defensive rating in the entire NBA. And I know that's really, really, really small sample size considering everyone's injuries so far. But, you know, this team hasn't had an issue with integrating players late, right? Steph was hurt for like 20 games, and then they popped him in as a six-man in the playoffs. And they, I think they almost swept the Nuggets, right? So, like, I don't have a lot of uh, issues with that. It's not really something in my across my mind. I just think that it's going to be hard to stop the Kings uh offense and the bonus is gonna get like road, 25 right? rebounds a game no yeah. not if Kevon Looney has anything to say about that no, I don't think it matters what Kevon Looney has to say about it you, have, you, rebounds, you do not do not dis- every big piece yeah. against us on the boards nothing hey, you can man. really do about it I do not want to hear no Kevon Looney slander here it's not slander it's just I bro I'm not even disrespect I'm not all trying to disrespect Kevon Looney bro it's just uh, like you know Sabonis is really fucking good yeah, that's true. Okay, that's it. That's yeah. like it's no disrespect. Like he's going to get twenty points, twenty five rebounds, probably that's first game sack in this whole season. Exactly, all yeah. NBA him for real. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think but the Warriors issue, so. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's. I think it's the only thing that I'm worried about is really just the road because for some reason we just look like like we're fucking stupid on the road. I don't know what's wrong. Like. We don't, we don't bring that Chase game. Center water with us. Yeah, we just won our 11th road game of the season <laughs> today, right? It's just weird. I don't know. I've, I've watched, like, the last 15 games of the season, and, yeah, we look great on at home. We look like the regular Warriors, and then we look like we're, like, the dumbest versions of ourselves. We can't shoot. We don't defend. Like, we take terrible shots and tr- make terrible turnovers. Like, the only thing that the Warriors need to do is just make – good decisions right i feel like the like the metaphor for the warriors this season is basically jordan Poole's play right like he he can be great he can be amazing but sometimes he can make really bad decisions in the fourth quarter and then we just lose the game right it's just like now what's important is that you said jordan Poole can be great and amazing i just hey, want to be in on that the beef is over hey. the beef has been over he won nah, a ring. I, I'm never forgetting that. Does though. Jordan forgive you? I'll sure. never forget you hating on my boy. I believed him. Always. Yeah, me and Viv were here hyping this man up just what for Matt and of all people to be. I was I was a Jordan Poole fan since day one. No, you weren't. No, <laughs> you weren't. Shut up. <laughs> I was uh, I was at draft day. I was saying I was telling Bob to sign Jordan Poole. Okay. Or draft him, whatever. But you know. I'm just saying, I think that, you know, jersey. Oh, it's Bob, on the way, it's Bob on the Meyer. way. I think Jordan Poole's Jordan gonna, Poole I sent it to so Jordan himself to sign it. In Santa Cruz, that's what huh? it was. The reason why Jordan Poole grinded so hard was to get away from your hate in Santa Cruz. It's true, my hate motivated him to be great, you're right. That's beautifully spoken. Alright, but yeah, I think we all agree, Warriors in six, right? Yeah, I said yeah. seven ish because just in case they lose all the road games, but they have to wait till the end. So, no, nah, six. They're gonna steal. They're gonna steal one in uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, yes, <laughs> in our capital. They've never. Uh, 
they've won a road game in every playoff series they've ever played. So, yes. Damn. Yeah, they're going to win that series. And then uh, last series left in the West, guys. Maybe one of the most exciting ones. Suns versus the Clippers. Um, you know, best team in the league versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, you know, it's going to be a good, good series. You just say that? But uh, but you know what happened last time the Clippers saw the Suns in the playoffs? That man, Pat Bev, had a hissy fit at the end of the series and fucking started pushing people. That is true. All I it's remember gonna from that again playoff series. There. Well, he's not, but <laughs> but I mean, last time That's I remember. So you get Westbrook. You get Westbrook. <laughs> I mean, I think Paul George might be able to come back because Possibly. now they get they a week no off. They said no timetable yet, though, right? Uh, I think they might reevaluate him this coming week. I mean, it's the playoffs. I think they're gonna try to see if he can uh, be available. But you know, you get a week off. It's good for the Clippers because. They need Paul George back if they're going to have a chance, right? It's yeah. really just going to be, need, you know. They, yeah, go ahead. If they had PG there, I'd be a little terrified. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. No PG. Like, I'm obviously still scared of Kawhi, and I think he's going to be awesome, which he usually is. But it's like, okay, I know that Booker is probably going to have Eric Gordon or Norman Powell on him. I can live with that. <laughs> Knowing that he has PG on him, and then that's like, damn, now we need Aiton to do something. And you're like, damn, like we're probably, there's a chance we can lose this, you know? Because mm-hmm. once you get to start relying on Aiton, then you're like kind of fucked. Yeah, you're cooked. If you don't rely on Aiton for a war zone, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> What's with all the Arizona athletes and playing war zone, huh? Because they got nothing else to do out there. It's just hella hot. They said, decide to turn the AC on and play some war zone. You can, you can do some dragon boating. Oh my gosh. Arizona. All right. Well, back to the basketball here. <laughs> uh, I mean, around, but, uh, Paul George, I think. Yeah. Sense? yeah. I yeah. mean, we've, we've said Clippers. Like, I, I know we keep saying Clippers are going to be scary, right? Last time we said the Clippers are going to be like the. I think the first episode of the season, we were like, Clippers are, you know number one or two in our power rankings and then you know clippers are going to be scary at the end of last episode now i'm kind of done with the clippers at this point like we can't like we can't keep hyping them I up i don't know bro. To do nothing right Kawhi i would have like took, took the clippers against anybody else in the playoffs this round literally like, maybe the warriors no i feel like yeah, every single bad. ever since um paul george and uh Kawhi leonard went to the clippers i think each year we were like oh they're gonna do so well or they're gonna take it all the way to the finals, or they're gonna. We have high expectations, but every each year, like it falls flat, yeah. because due to health reasons. Yeah, and it's very unfortunate. Disappoint. So, but it's not like not... the haters themselves are bad. I just feel like the sum just isn't greater than its parts, and like you said, health comes in the way too, and everything. But like, I really, I don't know. I I'm really... always gonna believe in the Clippers because just on paper. Like it can they're so good. break their way. Yeah. But they got in a fight today too. So I mean, we're, we're gonna be fair. Yeah, the this... Timberwolves got in their fight. With the Clippers got in a fight with Bones Highland and Mason Plumlee, most of a yeah, random but, okay. fight in the fucking world. The, yeah, there's a difference between Rudy Gobert versus uh Mason Plumlee, right? Like you who cares if you you could bench both Mason Plumlee and Bones Highland, I don't think that it's gonna matter, right? Like it doesn't matter. Like I think they already have like ten or eleven NBA rotation of a player ahead of them in that roster. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I like think you got Zubats there, and you got like what Gordon Powell, some more guards that you can throw ahead of 
the Sean Bones Highland and whatnot. But, you know, it doesn't really matter too much in the end in my eyes. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, I think the Suns are just going to win more often than not if you just had, like, a simulation. But I could easily <laughs> see the Clippers just, like, cop the game and the whole series, too, if they yeah. really had to. True. It's totally possible. If that know. happens, they are really, really scary. I'll, I'll deem them a threat again because you take four games off Durant and Booker and Paul and you're just integrating Paul George back in. Yeah. That's I deadly. Think, I, think I don't know. Really, like, really would have took the Clippers the against too. anybody else. Yeah, because the Clippers and Kawhi. Else. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, they're, they're a, still a really scary team. You Every time it's on paper, right? But I just don't know what's wrong with them. Like, I can't quantify it. But there's not like there's they're a fifth seed for a reason. There's something off there, like. I don't they're fifth seed. The fifth seed's not bad. What do you mean? Come on, you guys are six seed. There's nothing wrong with you guys. Yeah, they always like low key troll the regular season too, <laughs> like for the past four <laughs> years now. Like have they ever they could, consistently tried? Like Ty they could have beat the Kings. Tried. They could have beat the Kings. The they could have beat the Grizzlies. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, remember we just saw didn't the Kings just like the Kings like destroy them on offense. Nah, like, it's different know. in playoffs we know this guys come on like come on think about it like the 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 nuggets aren't beating the clippers the the grizzlies aren't beating the clippers the kings aren't beating the clippers the only team that could probably in the first round out of the four matchups would be us and we'll probably will beat them so it's very unfortunate playoffs like that's a feel like you know the suns if you guys watched today's game before the the final uh, day of basketball the today the suns were up most of the game against the clippers and i think they realized uh, okay well golden state's up by 40 at a half right now and they're probably going to win their game so if we beat the clippers here we're going to get golden state they're like fuck and that let's go get ourselves fucking la and you know we'll be set like they're not I don't think you're that afraid of the Clippers as you would with the three with the Warriors, you know. So they picked their matchup in a sense. I, I will just know why. I'll say this though. I mean, there's only like three players, three or four players you don't want to face in the playoffs, no matter what team is around them, and Kawhi is one of them, right? You do not want to go against Kawhi in the playoffs because more often yeah. than not, he will murder you. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just you know cold killer. This is what it is. Factual. But good, I think good round of playoffs though in the West. Yeah. Though, I think. Who do you think is the best matchup? What do you think is the best one? I think it's gonna be Grizzlies Lakers or uh, Suns Clippers. I say Suns Clippers. I, I agree with you. I can't tell which one it's gonna be between those two. Lakers Grizzlies is so fun to me again because I mean I don't like either team, so one of them's gonna lose in the first round. So should be fun. Yeah. True. LeBron's losing Lakers three, or are we gonna shit on Jaw? Right, that's the <laughs> and Dylan Brooks. The, yeah, and Dylan Brooks. LeBron's losing Lakers three. We gotta really start our own series for the Grizzlies. Like we gotta oh come up gosh. with some crazy alliteration. Yeah, we need the alliteration. That's the thing. We... We, that's the key thing. LeBron's <laughs> losing Lakers. Wait, now nah, we should actually just have an emergency podcast for when the Grizzlies lose. And this, I'll, I'll run. I'll run it by ChatGPT. I see what's going on. Can you think? We'll see if we can put in the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to a wider scope here. Let's talk about the NBA Finals and regular season MVP predictions. Let's just say, like, if you were to cast a vote for the regular season MVP, who would it be? Right. Like, I think I would go with Joel Embiid at this point. Like, I think that he's long past. You know, he's due. Like, it. I hate to say it, but you know, he is due. 
Like, and I don't want to make him. Like, he's not playing better than Jokic, in my opinion. I know he's um, getting a lot more points, many free throws, but I'm not going to know analytics or anything. I'm just basic stats. Mm-hmm. Just he's averaging 25, 10, or 11, and 10, or something like that. He's shooting 60, near 60%. This is not like no advanced stats. This is not like, oh, this is basketball efficiency over the replacement of the third level player. No, none of that <laughs> crap. You know, very basic. Like he's shooting almost 65% or something. He's taking 10 less shots than Embiid while getting six more assists or whatever it is. Obviously, he's horrible on defense, but, you know, we live with that. He's averaging a triple double. You guys, the media people that vote for the NBA, they saw Russell Westbrook average a triple double and they lost their fucking mind. And now Jokic is averaging a triple double. They're like, oh, but voter fatigue. Like, what? There's not a. This is, come on, bro. This is not real. The, the voter fatigue shit is like kind of just stupid in my opinion. Like, he's having his best season out of the three MVPs this year. His team has been the best this year. He's the best player on the best team with one all star. Like, come on. Like, what are, what are we doing here? One all star, right? Is James Harden an all-star this year? No, um, he's not. I don't think so, no. He's not this so year. So then Joel Embiid is doing it with no all-stars, right? Like, No, I he. Just, I mean, one all-star isn't like he's the one all-star. I know. Jokic, Jokic is the... Um, he, he doesn't have any all-stars either, right? So yeah, he's the one no. all-star? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's one all-star versus one all-star. All right. I mean... Harden's different, bro. Yeah. I don't know. He's no Jamal Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, touche. I mean, I just have Embiid as my vote. Like, I just, you know, I hate to say it again, but it is voter fatigue. I don't think Jokic is that guy. I I feel like there's a precedent set when you make Jokic a three-time MVP in a row, too. Three consecutive MVPs. He's playing at a great level. But honestly, I don't even think he deserved it last year. Right? I think the strongest case against Jokic was probably last year because he was a sixth seed and you know he was he had the numbers and they gave him the Russell Westbrook case right triple double right give him the MVP and I think Joel Embiid probably should have won last year or it was Giannis right and they weren't gonna give Giannis it because he was the back to back like he was like he's already a two time MVP right so I mean I I'd say Embiid because again I think he's probably a better defensive player than Jokic right and I don't really care if he had like four less assists than Jokic right I feel like Embiid can completely just take over a game with his scoring and I just think that you know he's just a better scorer than Jokic at this point I think he's better on the defensive end and you know he's just the complete anchor of the team and when you add in the voter fatigue yeah i'll just vote for Embiid over Jokic. i don't like that whole let's talk about non-basketball shit like voter fatigue and let's talk about this that and that that doesn't actually revolve around basketball like the storyline and they oh he hasn't won in two years but he's been in the top three so let's give it to him out of <laughs> we feel bad for an empathy like bro come on dude these are grown-ass men they're getting paid 45 million dollars a year to play basketball he'll be all right if he doesn't win an mvp like you know like we should give it to the guy who deserves mvp and that's to me a Jokic, you know you have to send mb if we were yeah, talking about deserve that. mvp then we'd have a lot of different mvps over the last few years right like we would. Have it's LeBron, always been about narrative. Right? Yeah. It's like, that, I that's mean, why I have a whole caring factor regarding it, which is why I think this entire debate about who wins the MVP that often gets rehashed and repeated in the media is really dumb because if it's just a real best player, you know, you'd have LeBub winning it for so many years in a row. <laughs> and Curry having this go at it too. 
Giannis would have more than I think one thing I would say in agreement with you guys on that is that um, that if uh, the fuck was I about to say? Damn it, dude. (laughs) We'll get back to you. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think Embiid is just going to win the award. I think Jokic, I mean, obviously Jokic and Embiid, in my eyes, are like neck-to-neck for who can be called the best player in the NBA right now in terms of just pure output. I think voter fatigue is going to be the swinging factor, plus the fact that Embiid's been on an even more scorching tier you know, the past 20, 25 games. Like, he's already been playing out of his mind for the past two, three years, but he really took it up another level. Um this late in the season and so I think with that swing happening and just kind of the latest trend that people are seeing that's going to influence people's minds about how I finish off the season plus yeah voter fatigue is occurring and then you know Jokic there's been controversy hate to bring this up about extenuating factors that don't relate to basketball but it's clearly been the case I think the politics involving him winning it for the third time yeah I think I remember what I was gonna say now. It is about the politics. Thanks for that's the key word. It's about the politics. I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, this is a race thing. But I feel like, like it's not like a competition race, but like as a skin color race thing. Like this is, I feel like what it's. Remember two, three months ago, almost. I want to say it's about two months now. We had everybody was like, Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. There's not a chance in B wins. Mm-hmm. And then Kendrick Perkins and a lot of bunch of other media people kept coming out and saying, oh, this is, you guys would only vote him three times in a row because he's white. And this is about him being white. And then about a month, uh, a couple <laughs> weeks later, not even to a month, by a month, everybody was already like, oh, Embiid's going to win. Yeah, he has to win. I'm like, bro, he has done nothing in the last month that he wasn't doing six months into the season already, you know? All seasons he's been doing these numbers, and now all of a sudden it's been like a flip of the switch in the terms of MVP discussion that now we're going to go, oh, yeah, it's actually just Embiid. We just, you know, didn't want to acknowledge it all season until someone made it a race thing. Now we really want to acknowledge that Embiid is the MVP. That's kind of what it feels like. I don't know, because, you yeah. know, like I said, two months ago, every single person was like, dude, he's shooting 64%. He has a triple-double as a center. This is insane. And it's not, it's not insane anymore two months later. It's still the same season, you no, know? It's still insane. Well, okay. When I refer to politics, I really more so mean that, you know, like you said, what are the implications from within the NBA media if, you know, Jokic were to win for the third time? And also, I don't necessarily agree that Embiid has been playing on like sort of the same level. I mean, obviously he's been amazing for a very long time now, but he's like, to, for lack of a better term, been even more amazing the past 20 or so games. And I think he really somehow found a next gear that a lot of people have started to take notice of. But yeah, there's definitely, you know, uh, some commentary that's insidious regarding what are the implications of Jokic winning and then that opens up a can of worms that people are, might be too afraid to get into. As much as I hate to bring that up, it, it's just unfortunately a reality of a hugely politicized debate on MVP. I, in my opinion, I think that both of them, like you can go one way or the other, and I don't think anyone should really be mad about the end result. Both of them are very deserving, obviously. No, yeah, I agree with you, Viv. Like, Obviously, you know, that plays a factor, the politics and, gee, the race factor, right? I don't really try to listen to what Kendrick Perkins says, but it does have an no, influence, I don't think unfortunately. We, yeah. on I don't the, think anybody uh, should. Yeah. But, I mean, we let's face it, Embiid has been playing a lot more dominant lately, and Jokic has been a little bit worse uh, lately. Regressing heat a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, I think he had that Rockets game where he got benched, I think, and then he wasn't really doing anything. He was kind of a defensive liability, and they lost that game, right? Like, I think he's just been fading a little bit more. Embiid's been going off. He had 52 or something, I think, against the Celtics um, on Tuesday. That's insane. Like, he's been having the, like, it's so dominant. And when you just look at the eye test right here, and I'm going to I'm gonna go into these, like, you know, semantics here. Like, I hate not trying to pull from stats because that's what usually I do to kind of make the case. But, like, if you just watch Joel Embiid out there, it's just, how are you going to stop that guy? Like, I just don't, every time, like, we had that Warriors game um, maybe a f- few weeks ago, right? And he was playing against the Warriors. He was literally so unstoppable. I was just like, I expected a bucket from him every single time we went down to court and I didn't even think we were going to win that game just because of how good he was like I don't feel that with Jokic I don't feel like that innate fear right yes I know he's going to get the assist or he's going to get you know a rebound or whatever but I just don't really consider him that much of a threat as much and as Embiid has been dominant yeah. in terms of his play style like when you think about a regular bona fide star you think about the place of how Embiid plays, you know, he's a big who can do everything like in the post, but also he has the jumper, he has the ability to create extremely well for other people. You know, defensively he's a menace. Like he can really do it all on the court. Like I think Jokic can too. But they go about it with different play styles. Exactly. Uh Dylan, let's get your thoughts on this. Uh so I picked Embiid and I think you guys basically covered about um, why MV, MV is a good case for um, MVP winner this season. I remember um, early in the season this year, uh, I remember picking Joel, I mean, pick, sorry, not Joel, um, picking Jokic because um, at that time, I think like for like a good amount of games, he was like popping off, getting like averaging a triple double. But I think, I think look, Low key, due to like recency bias and like what you all you guys talked about the politics, like I noticed that like um, Jokic was like starting to regress a little bit as I mentioned earlier, because I think sometimes when he's not in, sometimes he has games where he's just not interested in, and he would just like not put any effort on the defensive end, and yeah. he will only focus only only on. That when he has the ball compared to um joel where both sides even though he doesn't create a lot of assists but when he drive for example drives to the basket or initiates the offense and or playing defense um he's more engaged so that's why i picked joel Embiid just due to how engaged he is on both sides of the court compared to Jokic. yeah yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. I think that, you know, it's not just an assist thing, right? Uh, we can talk about gravity, right? <laughs> and it's kind of like, again, it's like this intangible, but like you try to double team Embiid, right? It leaves a guy open, right? So who's to say if, even though if Embiid doesn't directly pass it to that guy, right? Maybe he passes it to Harden who passes it to the open guy, right? I mean, it still counts kind of as an assist for Embiid, right? Like, that's just how I feel, honestly. Like, I don't know. But let's let's move past this right now. Let's go to the NBA Finals uh, predictions real quick. We all have the same teams. Um, 
generally speaking here. G, why don't you go first? Well, if you guys weren't were going to be surprised, this is not going to be a point where you get surprised. I got the Suns and I got oh. the 76ers. That's the surprising part. Uh, I like the Suns, you know, I've been a, you know, just favoritism completely there. Um, but with the Bucks, I do feel like they have kind of like the right, or not the Bucks, the 76ers, they have the right, like, matchups to where I think they can win. Because you got the Celtics, who are going to play the Miami first round, which is going to be harder than your matchup against Brooklyn. So you got both wins still. You got we got the Boston second round. I think with the, like as I said, I think their coaching is a little bit questionable there. I don't, I'm not the biggest believer in their coaching right now. Um, I'd rather, you know, rock out with Joel Embiid, who's been playing at peak basketball. And then you mix in that, you know, if they happen to beat them, they would have the Bucks. We don't know what Bucks we're getting right now. And even though they might be at full strength, let's say, I still like the, the 76 of chances there. Uh, and then they'll play the, the Suns and get smoked. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> every time it's every just time. like you just route the whole thing, get me to believe in the Sixers. Oh, smoked at the end. There you go. Yeah. I mean, the only issue I have with that is the Sixers have never made the conference finals. So, I mean, I know we talked about Jokic and, you know, he's never been really successful in terms of winning, even though he's won two MVPs. You know, Embiid hasn't really won much either, but also he doesn't have the MVPs, so... Like maybe that's why he hasn't gotten that big of a you know the haters against him. But I mean the only Sixers and Celtics, Celtics just have their number. That's the only thing. That's what I think. But obviously, I don't think you care about that side of the bracket. I think it's just mostly the Suns for you there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Suns versus the Bucks, and I think the Suns are gonna win, get their revenge. I think. Giannis is just too good right now. He'll just dominate the entire East. Um, Sixers, Celtics. I think Celtics will win, and then Bucks will beat whoever's in front of them, and then it's going to set up a Celtics-Bucks rematch, which is what we'll all want for the Eastern Conference Finals. I think Giannis will come out victorious this time with Chris Middleton, and then I think the Suns right now. Katie is just something else. He's one of those other guys you just don't want to see in the playoffs, right? Um, I think him and Devin Booker are on a mission. And it's just going to be too hard to defend those two, right? Christopher on the bench cheering them on, and then DeAndre Ayton contributing a little bit, what? right? So then. What do you mean on the bench, bro? <laughs> what are you talking about? Jordan Poole? <laughs> you know. You guys are disrespectful. It's crazy. I don't care about how you guys can hate about hey, hey, on Christopher, blah, blah, wait. blah. Hey, hey, hey. As much as you guys want. Each and every single one of you Warrior fans is picking the Suns to make the fucking championship, okay? And most yeah, of you are so? picking us to fucking win. Yeah. So I want you guys to fucking respect us like you guys have fucking your pick on us, all right? Thank you. Now hey, continue. wait a second. Wait a second, G. So respect look, us. look at this. Respect us. Do you want you want a championship, right? You want CB3 to get his ring. That's right? all I ever wanted. So it's okay if Christopher's turned from the sidelines, right? If no, so, you would take a been, ring. Bro. You would take a ring if he was just a, like a bench player, right? Let's say he had to. No, he's going to be the starting point right? guard of this championship team right now. No, fuck Iguodala is no, old ass fucking. I'm not playing ass. <laughs> he's not fucking playing. Chris Paul is the starting fucking point guard of the team that's going to win the fucking championship. That's you wouldn't accept the Udonis Haslam ring. You wouldn't accept no, the Udonis no, Haslam bro. ring. No, no, bro. We don't need to go down that line yet, all right? <laughs> he's still starting. He's still the 
point guard of the team. You're still the point god of the team, all right? Let's fucking get our facts straight here, man. Now stop the disrespect. Oh, yeah, say that you now, each of you guys will want you slowly to say, I picked the Suns to win the championship. I say it. Go, guys. Come on. Each I don't think you you're going to like that. But, yes, I picked the Suns to win the championship. Now I got the Beautiful. Bucks. Bucks be Suns. I think Giannis is still better. Giannis finds yeah. a way to hold off KD. You know, I think Aiden's gonna choke. Uh, that's that's yeah, Kendall, most likely Jenner, gonna happen. Boyfriend, I don't know what he's gonna do. He'll, he'll probably go off. He, he's a good player. I'm, he's I not Kendall Jenner's boyfriend. He's Kendall Jenner's ex. Oh yeah, I mean, he is Kendall Jenner. Yeah, the guy who got homeworked by Bad Bunny. I mean, let me correct you on oh that. My God. <laughs> All right, and yeah, guys. Christopher's gonna be Christopher. He's gonna just be on the bench. He's gonna find a way to narc. His best contribution is gonna be him sitting on the bench, finding some obscure right. wolf from 1923. Right. I'm out of here, going man. to you the refs. Each and every single one of you is sickos. You hey, hear man, me? I chose, the, I chose the Suns to win. Disrespectful. I don't, get, I don't know what the problem is. I don't see the issue. You guys are disrespectful, oh. bro. <laughs> I'm telling you what the problem is right now. Oh man! But each year you got punked, though. <laughs> you got punked by Luca. Give me something about Christopher I should respect. And he's gonna be a champion. He's gonna be carried in a backpack. All right, bro. All right, watch. But, watch. but gee, Just, last you year Luca, Luca punked Devin Booker in the what playoffs. The fuck you guys, why don't you guys disrespect Devin Booker then, bro? What the fuck, man? I mean, we did. We called him Kendall Jenner's ex. Yeah. Right? Kendall Jenner's mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend. Right. And also, well, the Bad Bunny stole his girl, which is... Oh, my God. Bro, Bad Bunny can steal anybody's girl on this planet, that's, that's bro. That's true. I can't even lie. <laughs> you, know, you guys are making it sound like he's the only person that would ever do that to, bro. If Bad Bunny wanted any yeah. of our girlfriends, bro, he'd take them all. Bro, I, I very, very odd all. transition here. Let's move back to the <laughs> matchup. We're giving a good analysis there, though. Come on. Uh, Dude, I saw Bad Bunny at a concert. I can see why I can steal anyone. Oh my Just god. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you picked the Bucks, yeah. Vivek, right? You picked the Bucks? <laughs> yeah. You picked Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny. I picked Bad Bunny though. Okay. <laughs> Finals MVP. Um, Dylan, what about you? Uh so last minute change I picked Suns versus the Celtics. Um I know G you talked about how um the Celtics head coach, we don't know what he's gonna do during the playoffs, but I think so far from the regular season i mean he kept it afloat he kept the team that afloat something yeah so i think everyone is just waiting to see like what joe mazula is going to do in the playoffs once to see if he knows how to adjust and i think he has a good chance that he knows what he's doing i mean otherwise he's obviously he would not be here right now or something like that but i think with Giannis, i mean sorry excuse me not Giannis. With uh, Chris Middleton being injured, and just the history of the 76ers not getting past the second round, I think Celtics still has a pretty. We cannot count out the Celtics going into the championship round or the NBA Finals. But who do you have winning um, it? I do. Before you had that small rant, I was about to pick Suns for you just because of KD. Cause no, I mean you fuck can't. Fuck you guys. <laughs> but now I'm gonna pick Celtics, dude. I was gonna, I was gonna be kind. I was gonna say, okay, um, Christopher, you have Christopher Kendall Jenner's ex-boyfriend and and Slim Reaper on all on one team and on the same court. 
You guys are crazy I mean, disrespectful. But oh, after really that half the Suns beating the Warriors and getting to the finals, man. Yeah, man. If we beat you guys, honestly, like I'll get myself a championship ring for that. Good you might as well. That's probably the only championship y'all are going to be winning for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher well, Emmanuel Paul, winner of two Western Conference championships. That's Emmanuel's legacy on God. Yeah, that's he could name. get the Magic Johnson Western Conference Player <laughs> MVP. Are you really gonna make hey, that? Like, the all case? I gotta say is, G, you like, I, I, I pray that you guys don't have like your coach and DeAndre Jordan doesn't have like a small fight during the game. DeAndre Ayton has issues, bro. I'm surprised not, you guys I'm, kept it together, honestly. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, don't worry, Jock Landale. But come starting. on, let's all say it. Suns, 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 Suns. That's gonna do it for our show. Um, <laughs> uh, be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music to stay up to date on all of our latest episodes. We should have episodes for every round of the uh, NBA playoffs coming up. We'll recap every round and then preview the next round for sure. And then, you know, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Bay Council on Twitter and Sports underscore Council on Instagram. To stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes there. So that's it, guys. Anything else? Any bold it's our predictions? Well, sons, it's our hundred sons, sons. No, no, no. no. It's our hundred and first episode. Sons, and sons, Nando's sons. not here. Yeah. Back to regular episodes. <laughs> also Bad Bunny better. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Son, son. Bad Bunny son. over everything. Stay with me, Viv and Dylan. Come on. Sons. Sons, sons, sons. Nah, bro. Streamlin Verano's gonna be bad bunny for this problem. I bet that's Devin Booker's favorite album, too. Uh, right. I'll stick with Bixby. See you next time. See you.